Festival Insider. Helping filmmakers traverse the scary world of film festivals. Hello there, and welcome to another Film Festival Insider episode from the beautiful city of Rome. So, I'm here currently... Um, representing the Romford Film Festival in UK Film um, at MIA, which is the film market in Rome. Uh, MIA's been going for about seven years and is overall quite a polished event. It's like a mini can. Um, for, so for a, an event that's been going for seven years, it's doing pretty well. There are about 70 or 80 uh, film studios here that are of varying sizes, um, from quite small independent studios to large ones like Sony. And they're all laid out over three halls with the majority of the Italian contingent laid out over a couple of outdoor spaces in um, purpose-built Booths, for want of a better word. Um, getting our pass on day one, which was Monday, was quite unusual. So we went to collect our pass, but they hadn't organised an order for all the passes. So we were told to come back later. We came back about five hours later and we got our passes fine. Um, On to the actual event. We've attended um, several talks the first of which was quite entertaining because it was uh, there were some issues with the sound and um, before you go into the talks if you're English speaking you're given a translation uh, device so basically you just uh, put, have this transmitter and you put in some earphones and uh, you'll hear what is being said on the screen uh, sorry, in front of you. And uh, yeah, that's all great, etc. But of course, we sat there in this talk and it was a packed talk and there was absolutely no way we could have got out had we wanted to. So, and of course, there was no translation in English. So we had to listen to the Italian and try and understand what was being said. And unfortunately, while my Italian is so-so, um, I can't understand fast-talking Italian. And, uh, yeah, it was quite difficult. And there was this really funny thing that happened where the operators tried to kind of style it out by uh, taking a transmitter off of us and replacing it with another. And then, miraculously, there was an English translation what actually happened is something quite different and unfortunately it wasn't particularly subtle so at the back of the room you've got two translators one of which was just sat there doing nothing and the other one was speaking in french about and 30 minutes in the one that was speaking french sat back and the second one began the translation also in french it's around this time <clears throat> that 
we realised that they were aware, someone had notified them somehow that English translation was not happening. So um, the the, uh, the the guy, sorry, the lady from Mia, kind of ran around and was chasing changing everyone's um, transmitters over, claiming it was a transmitter fault. But what actually happened is the lady at the back, who had initially been speaking in French, was now speaking English. So. You know, basically, they were just trying to cover their tracks, which was a little bit disappointing. But you know what? It was the first talk, and that was fine. Some of the other talks we attended, including one that I put out a podcast on yesterday, which was, I think it was called something like Something is Rotten in the State of Denmark. Very good, very informative. We attended um, one on the Italian film industry and funding within the industry and what the Italians are doing to sort of, like, cause this resurgence because there is a resurgence in Italian film there's a major resurgence in the use of Italy as a venue because of tax cuts like we used to have in the UK around 2010 so there was a lot of incentives to come to the UK and shoot your film and that still happens but now there's a lot of incentives for people to come to Italy and shoot and I think this kind of is the main ethos of Mia. It's about getting people into Italy, uh, introducing them to the site, so they make it in the most beautiful city. Um, I mean, I would diff. I would uh, say that was slightly incorrect for me. It's always Venice, um, but get them into the most uh, beautiful city, and uh, give them an opportunity to find out about the film industry, etc. So that was the first of my grumbles. The second of my grumbles um, came on uh, Wednesday. And this was the, really the kicker for us. So the thing that we come for, they have three types of passes. They have a buyer's pass, they have an industry pass, and they have a press pass. Uh, my colleague from the Romford Film Festival and myself, we had um, an industry pass. And we planned our whole visit around a programme um, that included a mix of seeing talks, having talks, having meetings, and um, watching some films. But when we went to enter the first films, we were told that our past didn't allow us to see films, which is kind of funny, really, inviting a film festival to an event and not letting them see any films. Because part of that process is not just selling a film, it's getting the film around the world. And in order to do that, you need to have film festivals. So that's a kind of, that's, that's our overriding grumble of Mia, our overriding criticism. We've met a few nice people here. We've had some meetings. You should be aware that if you attend Mia, that you don't operate on the time that is illustrated everywhere you operate on Italian time now Italian time for those that are unaware can be anything between 15 minutes and an hour and 10 minutes after the proposed start time so meetings that you might set up for three o'clock 
don't be so foolish to set up another meeting at four o'clock because the chances are your three o'clock is going to turn up at ten past four. So always good to leave meetings quite a way apart because what happened to us is the deadlines for all of our meetings were missed. And then all three meetings that we'd lined up for three, four and five all turned up at the same time. So, yeah, um, it's an interesting concept that um, I struggle to get used to. The last time I experienced anything like this was in Uzbekistan when we went to the Tashkent Film Festival, where everything ran late, including the opening and closing ceremonies, which started an hour and a half, two hours late. Imagine uh, going to a gala dinner that starts at midnight and finishes at 4 a.m. Well, that's what happened to us in Tashkent. And that was off the back of uh, 16 hours of travel. But anyway, back to Mia. Um, some really, so as I said, you've got the talks, you've got to talk, you've got the opportunity to have meetings. So they have these booths. And we went round and had a look at some of the booths and talked to some of the um, filmmakers or film buyers, talked to them about the sort of films they have, talked to them about some of the films that we've seen that we really enjoyed this over the last year that had been submitted to the film festivals. So we thought that was quite important to kind of get their information out that way because obviously people that buy film might be interested in buying independent films that are doing well on the festival circuit so that was quite good um and um you know there's a nice little selection there's some really big um brands here you know the likes of wild bunch etc um but what we learned when we were walking around is all the same people that were here attend all of the other film markets so there is that quite difficult scenario where a lot of the business may have been done already at another market so you can see a lot of the people in their booths kind of twiddling their thumbs because they've met and seen everybody that they have and all the business has already been completed somewhere else and then off the back of this there's a MIPCOM that uh, starts uh, literally the minute that Mia finishes and again all of the people that are here they're all saying oh yeah we're going on to MIPCOM straight after so yeah it's 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 an interesting scenario um, my first experience of a uh, film market in a foreign climb so as I said it's been an experience uh, unlike anything that I've experienced it's very very difficult to talk to people if you don't have confidence so that is the most important thing you've got to be prepared if you're attending a market a film market to target people that you see that are sat on their own and just go up and say hi um, even if it's in a foreign climate because you find that almost everybody is English um, or not English but they speak English um, some don't speak it too well one of the really interesting things that we did is we attended yesterday morning like a taster session where we were able to um, look at some films that are in different states of production. Um, the films we looked at were called A Sad and Vulgar Loner, Clara, On the Way to the War, Once We Were Pitman, Field, 
and Matria. And all of these films, um, as I said, they show just sort of excerpts of those films. And then they introduced us to the filmmakers and the producers. And the people that were in the audience got the chance to vote on what film they like the look of most for the Screen International Buyers Choice Awards. So that's really nice because you are automatically having an impact on a film that isn't even to completion stage. Most of the films that we saw were in early to mid stages of editing and most of the filmmakers had an interesting, if not sometimes deluded idea of where these films would be going. Um, but yeah it was really interesting it was nice to be able to sit in on that and that was a selection of films that we were able to sit in on we now understand that probably there was two or three other sessions similar to this that we could have sat in on um, but we didn't because we prioritised the screening of films like full length films over these I think the overriding response that we experienced from people that we talked to was especially people that were there for the first time was a kind of low level disappointment i think a lot of people thought they were going to something that was bigger than it actually was so um that is probably a little bit on the sad side um one of the films that we uh, were going to go and see we spoke to them at their booth and they seemed absolutely appalled at the fact that we'd not been able to go in and see a film because they were desperate to get the film on the film festival circuit and the guy literally turned around and said you know we pay so much money for these screens and to discover people aren't being let in and being turned away he said that's just absolutely shocking to me um, so we've discovered that certainly a couple of times and then at the other time the other occasions we met um, a film producer we know and someone from the press and they were having a really hard time cutting through and getting into some of the more exclusive scenarios so there was last evening there was a cocktail party for Minerva that was by invitation only and both of them were desperate to get uh, into that scenario and neither of them were able to uh, get an invitation they couldn't even get to talk to anybody any day that at any point during the last two days and that was you know the whole purpose of that is networking meet and greet people so it's kind of like a closed off scenario which even though you may be industry or you might be press it is it's creating a level of exclusivity in what is already exclusive. It sits within the complex. I understand that places like Cannes, they might have, you know, private parties that you're invited to, but when this sits within the same facility and you are excluded from that, that's kind of harsh. And bear in mind that if you're coming to Mia, you're paying between 250 and 450 euros for your pass. That's a lot of uh, money to be made to feel like a second-class citizen. 
to us, it didn't really matter because we had other plans, other plans that I'll be talking to in a further podcast. Because those plans were, it just so happens that while we're here in Rome and while Mia is playing in out the Rome Rome Festival, the Rome Festival is uh, currently screening. So uh, we have kind of decided to balance our time between Mia and seeing films as part of the Rome Film Festival. And, uh, yeah, so that's been interesting. And as I said, another report coming up on that in the next podcast, most likely, unless I have something else horrific to tell you in the last stages of Mia. So here is my overriding view. If you are a filmmaker looking to get funding, Mia at this stage is probably not for you unless you are a particularly outgoing person. If you are a filmmaker looking to sell your film, Mia is probably not for you. And that is because you are battling against a lot of people that are selling their own product. And it's very, very clear that there are only a very few that are actually buying. Um there's not an awful lot of people that here that are buying it is mainly about the sale so and as a matter of fact with the exception of the see you soon um crowd which is the six films i spoke about earlier i have not encountered a um a film maker that is here trying to sell a film so I think that tells you something. So it's what why it's probably not going to reach the scale of Cannes for quite a long time. If you are someone that is selling film, then Mia might be the place for you, but it might just be the place for you basically for paid advertising to remind people that you are here. We found a lot of booths that were not busy and they were just sat there on their own for hours not really um making any engagement with members of the public or not members of the public members of the trade you'd walk past their booth 10 or 11 times and you'd never see anything happening in them they were never having any meetings most of the time they were just sat on their, their computer sometimes they were having their normal working day but just in an alternative di- uh, location so for example we saw someone that was doing a series of zoom calls and that's all we saw them do uh there was someone from Wild Bunch who I heard using a series of expletives that basically ran along the lines of they feel like they've wasted their time. If you are press, Mia is not the place for you. You're excluded from an awful lot of things. And this includes previews of films that are being completed, pitching sessions, actual films that are being screened. And to be honest with you, it's kind of hard for them to get out and talk to people because 
there's nothing, there's no basis behind what they're doing. You, they may as well send a series of questions to a film production company and just ask for the answers and getting them emailed back. So who is Mia useful for? It's been useful for me because while I've attended a lot of film festivals, I've not attended a lot of film markets. So to attend an international film market, that's been useful. It's also been useful to understand where your place is. And uh, my place clearly isn't at this kind of film market, but I wouldn't have known that. And I would always wonder unless I had attended. It's good for people that are making their first steps up the ladder because they understand their place in the world and they understand how things work and they understand the level that they are required to put in. In a previous episode, you may remember that Ross Boyask said essentially that if you think I'm a filmmaker but not a salesperson, you should get out of the industry. There's no point being one and not the other. So a key that this will teach you is you don't just need to know about being a filmmaker. You need to know about being a salesperson. You need to know about being a marketeer. There are two days left of Mia and no doubt I'll be having a follow-up statement about that event. And... Um, yeah, as I said, if you've ever been remotely interested in Mia and that process, hopefully this has been useful to you. And I appreciate there's probably been a lot of rambling. I'm trying to do this as quickly as I possibly can because I have literally an hour to record this in and get it out. So apologies for any like technical flaws and any issues in terms of the sound, etc., but as I say, I hope you found it useful. Catch you on the next show. That's all, folks. See you on the next episode of the Film Festival Insider.